0: just a small reminder to those who are watching the mass online just keep in mind that that's only aimed for those who can't really make it to mass if you're traveling out of town or if you have any other activity going on that doesn't count as mass and that's not me saying it that's the church saying it and why do i say that because i care for you i care for your soul And i want you to be here with us present again if you can't make it to mass for a health reason that's okay but if you're healthy you just don't want to bother coming to church that's an issue that's a problem and i think that's something that you and god have to talk about it is my job as a priest to always speak the truth matter of fact the first reading that we heard today, they were trying to kill Jeremiah because he was saying the truth. He was prophesizing the destruction of the temple. And people didn't want to hear that. We only want to hear good things. Our society only wants to hear good Jesus, good gospel. But when we hear the truth and it bothers us, we don't want to hear it because it hurts. I always love when we have gospels like the one we have today and at the end of the gospel, you say, this is the word of the Lord. This is the good news. And you're thinking, how is that the good news? Was Jesus having a rough day? Was he being a Father Garcia and just not happy or whatever? <laughs> See, you're laughing. That's, that's what hurts the most. <laughs> no, it doesn't. It doesn't really hurt. Because I know you mean it with love. But Jesus is speaking of his own passion. Jesus is speaking of the baptism that he's going to go through his crucifixion. That's what he's talking about. And then he says that he's not bringing peace, which you might think, well, then he's contradicting himself because in another gospel, he says that he he has come to bring peace. Well, yes and no. Think of your families. If you're living your Christian faith, if you are being faithful to what the church teaches, there will be division even at home, with your children, with your relatives. Because when we leave out the gospel of our Lord, we make the world feel very uncomfortable. And the world doesn't like that. Because we live in a society that we just want, again, to hear the good things. We don't want to hear what we have to work on. We don't want to hear where we have to improve because it hurts. But the reality of it, it's that we have to. So again, if you are living your Christian faith the way we are supposed to, that will cause conflict. And of course, when Jesus is using this language of a father will be divided against his son and a son against his father, he's referring to a text from the Old Testament, from the prophet Micah in this case. I really don't understand why Jesus set this precedence of a daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law. That was already a given. That's that's already something that... But I guess it has been an issue since the Old Testament. You're laughing because it's true. My homily has to be kept short. I was told that we're doing something great after this homily. So I want you to take home this. How am I bringing unity to my community, to my family? And am I living the gospel the way God wants me to? Or am I just pleasing myself, thinking I'm living the faith the right way? Am I trying to please others around me? Let's always keep in mind that this fire that also Jesus is speaking about in the gospel, fire purifies Let's ask the Lord to help us purify ourselves. And now I will invite Ed Scott, the chair of the finance council, and he has a wonderful message for all of us.
1: Thank you, Father, and good morning. Uh, As Father said, I'm Ed Scott. Today we are celebrating the success of the Legacy, Faith, Hope and Love campaign at all of the masses this weekend. Father Ed had a conflict this morning and could not be here to personally speak with you, so you get me, the other Lesser Ed. For those that don't know me, as Father said, I'm the chair of the Finance Council and have been chair of the Legacy campaign along with my wife Karen, Monica and Paul Garvey, and Miguel and Georgina Valadez. A big thank you to them for their leadership and commitment to the legacy campaign. I also want to thank the volunteers who helped on the campaign, making phone calls and explaining the goals of the campaign. We couldn't have accomplished a successful campaign without you. And finally, a big, big thank you to all of you who prayed the campaign would be successful and to those who supported the campaign with financial pledges. Through your support, we have received pledges totaling $1,836,444. This is a great accomplishment, but we still have work to do. As Father Ed has said many times, our goal is to have 100% participation. So today we are asking each family to complete a pledge card this morning. Before I walk you through that, I want to share a thought with you. When Karen and I first heard about the Legacy Campaign, our reaction, probably like many of you, was no, we prefer to provide financial support directly to St. Philip. But as we thought and prayed about the goals of the campaign, we realized the diocese needs our help. Why? We can and do accomplish much at St. Philip, but we need the diocese to provide vocations, to support Catholic education, to help those in need through Catholic social services, and to expand the number of parishes as the number of Catholics in Middle Tennessee grows. Endowments to support these areas will provide great benefit to our Catholic community in Middle Tennessee for many, many years to come. On top of that, 25% of every dollar donated comes back to St. Philip. So with this understanding, we signed up. Today I'm asking each of you to join with us by pledging your prayers, your financial support or ideally both. On behalf of Father Ed, I ask that each family here this morning complete a pledge card even if you've already returned a pledge card. So at the end of the pews you'll find uh, pledge cards and pens and I'll walk you through completion of the cards which the ushers will collect in a few minutes. So if you look at the card, there's two sections. The one section, I guess that would be here, on this side of the card says I already made a pledge and there are boxes there that you can check. Like I said, even if you completed or sent the pledge in, if you would complete that. For those who haven't made a pledge yet, on the other side you can complete that. If you can't support the campaign through financial support, that is just fine. We just ask for your prayers, if you could write down your praying for the campaign that would be wonderful. So take a few minutes here and fill that out, if you would please.